Let's continue here. It's an ambulance by Ellie Frank now. Just now this second, I didn't have time to stop. Hey, what? Ambulance by Ellie Frank's house. Mm. Taking somebody away. Okay, we are up to um, page Kufhei at the bottom there, Ches slash Zion. The second page, maybe the bottom of the. Mm. Yeah, the bottom of the second. Is it the bottom there? Yeah. Okay, so it's interesting that this this piece here, as we're continuing with with the uh, Indian of Echaya Elam Nata Pesachenu of Tyra, is um, is a small piece from the Mechtem Elio, Chelik Aleph, uh, page one hundred, and. Um, it's good to see, or for at least me, for for me to uh, go through at least the parts that uh, he, he picked out a part in the in the middle to quote here. But to hear the beginning and the end, or at least part of it, something that's good uh, to to see. So the in Mikhtam Elio, the title of this shmuz is called Hamashal v'Hanimshal, the Mashal and the Nimshal. So Rav Dasler explains. Um, I think his yard is today. Is that's that's the Chavdalit? I think no. I think it was today, Taka. I think it was today. Uh, was his yard site? Oh, so that's why you didn't make it the day of the wedding. You mean? Well, not the Zayda. I don't know. Yeah. Right so, I, I think Chavdalit um, <coughs> is the yard site. So it's Chusiyag and Aleinu. So um, he says like this. He says a marshal. He explains what's a marshal. Marshal is a parable. Marshal is a story of something that didn't happen. And uh, won't happen. And the whole point of it, the whole MS of the Mashal is that it's supposed to help someone to understand the Nimshal, to understand the lesson. So he says, what's going to happen if you can have a person who after he leaves the Bismadrish, all he walks out with is the Mashal. He didn't get the lesson that the Mashal is trying to teach. The whole purpose of the Mashal, its whole Metzius is to teach you a Nimshal. But if you only walk out with the uh, with the with the mashal, so what'd you get out of it? You know, it reminds me of the famous uh, the famous story with the um, with the um, there was a you know a magidshir, and uh, someone came you know a, an older fellow came to him and he says you know I was in your I was in your yeshiva 30, 40 years ago I used to listen to you say shmuzim. so you say really could you tell me uh, one thing that you remember that I said. He said, I'll tell you the truth. I remember you once said, you're talking about how when you learn Tyra, you have to accompany it with Musr. And you gave and you said, just like when you're drinking a challenge, you always have to have a cold Coke with it. He goes, I was macabre myself all these years. That whenever I have a challenge, I have a cold Coke. And he says, that's what he walked out. He walked out with the marshal. He missed the boat. So he says, if says also, the same thing is, a marshal, the whole purpose of a marshal is to get to the nimshal. If you only have the marshal, you don't have the nimshal, you walk away, you're missing the boat. So he says, but really, you know, we all laugh at that person. But he says, if you really think about it, um, we have the same problem in, in, in the daily life of a person. And he explains, he says, you have a child. child has toys. A child plays with toys. And a child's able to create, with his imagination, create things from nothing. For example, you have a broken box, it becomes a boat, right? And he's the, he's the captain of the boat. He says, when, when that child's the captain of the boat, I mean, he sees himself 
on this ship and he sees himself in a uniform, no matter what shmat he threw at himself, he in his mind is viewing, he's out there on the ocean, and he's, he's driving and he's leading this boat here. So Adkadei Kachra, Bishal Salanti used to say that if you take away a, 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 um, a toy from a child, it's like you're, you're going and taking someone's whole fleet of their ships or their whole uh, uh, person's, all of his factories and destroying them. Because to the child, this is life. This is real to him. And by taking it away or, or, or breaking it or destroying it, it's equal to go taking away what's important to someone who's older. So Rav Dessler continues and he says, so obviously if someone gets older, he doesn't play around with these games anymore, broken boxes and boats and things like that. He says, but it's, there's, there's still a person is drawn after imaginative things. And his first example is covet. He says, covet. He says, what's the point of covet? If something's real, so you should be happy with it. Why do you need other people to know about it? Why do people need other people to show you honor for doing whatever you did? Manavshach, if, if you don't deserve the honor, so then it's Bechlal Baba Maisa. And if you do deserve it because it's real, so shouldn't you just be happy with what you're doing? He says, he says, um, so, so that's Elamai. It's all part of things that are imaginative. It's imagination. It's not real. He says it's even more than that. Some people are able to really convince themselves of even more imaginative things. For example, let's say a person uses money to buy covet. He, not because not they did something. He uses his money and through the money he receives honor. Right? So he says, um, he says, and, and many times the guy even knows that all the people want from him is his money. They don't, even, they don't really want to honor him. They have no choice. They want to take his money. And this is, they know that's what speaks to him is if they honor him and make a whole parade for him so he'll be happy. So he says, I mean, that's, that's even more of a joke over here. person's convincing himself that he needs to go buy something to get the covered and he knows that they don't want to give him the covered and they know they only want his money and yet this is what people chase after imaginative things it's all imagination so now let's start with the piece that this is where it's up to in the in in our sefer that we're learning the truth is this is the same thing with all of a person's shifas his goals and aspirations in elamazeh Mevakshin Ashirus, Umidamim, a person, what's a big goal? He wants to become rich. And he thinks, Shim Achyasigua, you Musharim. As long as if he'll just be able to accomplish that goal and become rich, then everything will be great. He'll be fortunate, he'll be of Shalva. He says, But think about it. All you have to do is look in the newspaper. to know, Ashirim. That even rich people have pains and worries. Kas, anger, vatsar. Kechaladam. A person becoming rich doesn't take away all of these things from him. And even if you say, okay, that there's certain things that he doesn't have to worry about, things that poor people don't have to worry about, this person doesn't have that problem because he has money. They have all other types of things. And instead of small problems like Ta'ani, they have bigger problems like Ta'ani. And he says, so this, he, there's a dot, dot, dot there, because he says, like we say, Mar benachasim, mar Chazal tell us, the more nachasim you have, the more daiga you have. So therefore, 
just because you think that you don't any longer have the daigas, the worries of the honey, you have more worries. You have other worries. Elamai says maybe you'll be a person you don't. The, the poor guy has to work hard to make a couple dollars. You don't have to do anything. He says if a guy's panim and malach has nothing to do, Chazal talas gemar mishnah ksubas habatalam evil deshimam. Doing nothing brings a person to he becomes goes crazy from it. Person's not made to just sit and do nothing. And the Gemara says also brings him to other Averis, to Znus. So he says, what, that's called Aisher, Aisher with an olive. That's called, person's fortunate, that's because the person's made it. So what did, what, what, what did he exactly solve by thinking that if he's going to make it to this, whatever level of riches, um, he's going to solve all his problems. It's not going to happen. So he continues and he says, iker misava he says, the fact that a person has a desire for all types of pleasures in Eilam Hazeh, it's only because he needs to quiet down. Now what does he need to quiet down? Now he's missing three words here. It's, you're quieting down, but you're doing it in an imaginative way. It's not a real thing. Person has a desire for pleasures in Eilam Hazeh is because there's something that he feels lacking in himself. Is something lacking, and he's trying to fill that need, whatever is lacking. But you know what that really is? It's a spiritual hunger that he has. It's the yearnings of the neshama to come to a, to perfection. And the problem is, a person has this learning, this yearning, he's lacking something, he's missing something, so he figures, if he gets himself all the toys in the world, and he gets himself all the pleasures in the world, he'll be a happy person, because he'll be able to fill that need that he has. And yet, he's quoting over here, and it's really coming from the Masil Susharim, that a person's... The, the, the feeling of emptiness that a person has is because his neshama needs to be fed. His neshama wants to get back to a matzav of shlemos, of perfection, and that only comes about through feeding it ruchnius, and that gives the person an unsettled feeling, yet if he doesn't know how to properly feed it, so he tries to fill it with all these pleasures at Eilam and it's an impossibility. It's impossible to feed a neshama that's ruchniyas something in Eilam If anything, the Mesil Sham writes over there in the, in the first parak that Adarab, uh, neshama hates Tanuga Eilam It's pain for the neshama. Neshama wants ruchniyas. Neshama doesn't want gashmiyas. So therefore, what ends up happening? You try to feed it all this Eilam and instead of quieting down, you're in more, the person becomes in more pain, because the neshama, not only is it lacking now, now it's feeling the pain of all this olam hazek. So, the, the, um, what the person's trying to do here is, he's using something that's just what we'll call a dimyon. It's not a real thing, it's not something that could accomplish what needs to be accomplished, and he's trying to use it to accomplish this. And that's what we Chazal tell us. Yeish loy mana writes a masayim. Person has a hundred, he wants two hundred. 
Or Chazal tell us, Ain't other mace, Vichatzi Tavasa Biyadi. Person doesn't die and he, and he hasn't even uh, gotten to fulfill half of his tithes. Because the Lushan that Rav Dasla writes is Kiadimyan Lo Yasbiya. Because all these things are really just, they're not real. It's not something real. It's all imaginative. It's all the mushal. It's all the mushal. A mushal doesn't do anything for anybody. And all these things are not real. In the world of spirituality, Gashmius doesn't play a role. It doesn't play a role in helping him. I mean, it could be Misayeya, but if he's just going to use it to try to replace what the Ruchnius needs, he's going to replace it with Gashmius, it's not going to, say, it's not going to satisfy a person. Because imaginative things don't satisfy a person. If a child is hungry... And he has, and you know, and the little girl sets the table with all the pretend tea party and all the pretend food. It's wonderful, but when she's really hungry, it's not going to feed her. She's going to try as much as she wants. It's not going to, it's not going to quell her her stomach, who's growling. She needs real food for that. And that's what Olam Haza is in regards to the neshama. It's all play. It's all play. And if it's all play, it's not going to help when the person is trying to fill that that need. So, um, let me just see where he goes here. Um, we're up to Yechayla Hasbiyah, right? Um, okay, so now, so let me just fill you in to where he gets to. So he says, so you see also, he says, you see that uh, older people also have the toys that they play with. You know, children play with toys, and we have toys also. All the Eilam Haza that we stick around with, we play around with, are really toys. They're all imaginative toys. He says, the pro- only problem is that an, as the older a person gets, the more stubborn he gets. See, the child, every once in a while, will come back to reality and realize that this was just a box. And this was just a shmata, and he's not really a sailor. And now, you know, Purim's over, it's time to go to bed, as his mother would say. You know what I mean? It's not real. Come back, come back into land, he comes back into land, and tomorrow morning he wakes up, and the boat's no longer a boat, now it's a race car. You know what I mean? It, it changes because he comes back to reality. But he says an older person is much more stubborn. Adarabba, you try to show him that all these things are just imaginative toys of his that are not really helping him get anywhere. He's, no, a person's, no, this is real stuff. Money is real. And Elamaz is real. All this is real. A person's much more of an action. So, so he continues and he says that if you really go even deeper and you want to go in a more ruchni, a spiritual way of looking at things, he says it's not just chasing the dream, chasing the Olam Hazeh that is really just this, this imagination that we're all chasing, thinking that it's going to come and help us fill the need that we have. He says really, if we look at this world, the whole world itself is a different, we should have a different outlook on it than, than at first glance. And he says, he says that the Balatanya wrote something very interesting. That we know this world is called Yesh Me'ayin. That means to say, Hashem took nothing and He made Yesh out of it. He created something. He made a Yesh, something Me'ayin from nothing. No one else could do that. Nowadays, once the world was created, you could take Yesh and create other Yesh. You could produce from what's here. But to take zero and make something out of it, Yesh Me'ayin, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. However, he says... The Balatanya says that in a spiritual way, really, this world is the exact opposite. It's an ayin miyesh. What does that mean, it's an ayin miyesh? He says, really, there was Kedusha. Long before the world was created, there was a Rabbanishom with Kedusha. That's real, that's yesh. 
Yesh is real. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? He created a world, and in this world, this, the, instead of having this big light of Kedusha that existed beforehand, he actually minimized it and made it dark. And the reason is, because he wants there to be Bechira. He wants us to be able to choose. He doesn't want things to be so clear. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu took what was like millions percent clear to no one existed at the time, Excuse me, but if there was someone who existed, or let's say Malachim in Shamayim, they see Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they know exactly what's supposed to be done. There's no, there's, there's, there's no real bechira. Malach might have bechira, but he has a cho- he has a choice. But the choice is obvious because he knows what Hakadosh Baruch Hu's ratzon is. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu had this big R and kedusha that existed. And that's called Yesh. And then what did he do? He created a world of Ayin. He created a world that's really nothing from that Yesh. And Ayin Meyesh, in order to give a person the ability to, be, to choose and earn his Schar in Olam Abba. So he says, um, so really what's happening over here, he says, is that if a person is trying to fill his emptiness with all types of dvarim reikonim, all empty things, things that are really nothing. This whole Gashmius world is really a world of nothing. It's ayin meyesh. So he says, so of course it's not going to, it's all imaginative. The whole world is really one big imagination here. It's not, it's not real. This is not really it. So, um, <clears throat> so he says, that a person who doesn't understand this, so a person who doesn't understand this has a problem. See, as long as a person has the right hashkafa of what he's supposed to be accomplishing in this world, so then even if he has to go out and do things in the world of Vailam Hazet, you have to go earn a living. No one's saying you can't. A person, there are people who earn a lot of money and they're rich and there are people who earn less money. So you have to be out in the world of Vailam Hazet. However, you have to know that Eilam Hazeh is not the Tachlis. The Eilam Hazeh is not going to fill the emptiness and give you fulfillment and satisfaction in life. So, if you understand that properly and you know that if you come to davening and you come to learn Torah and you do chesed and you do mitzvahs, that's what really makes a person feel good and person gives a person satisfaction. So then, you know what's the Iker in life and what's the Tafel in life. That's okay. But he says there are people who don't understand that. And they're not interested in using spirituality to fill their needs. That's not what they think. You know, uh, I'm not interested in doing that. So what do they do? He says, so the problem is, after they fill a whole full day of work, which really was a day of emptiness, because it didn't help them in their spirituality, so then they have to find things to continue to quell and to, and, to, and to squash this desire for some type of fulfillment. They have to either do other things that are a waste of time, or they just have to kill time, as he says. And the reason is, they keep on filling up their days with more and more. It's not just because of this taiva that they think they're going to fill. It's really subconsciously, <coughs> they don't want to have to really face the fact that everything that they're doing is really nothing. 
If a person is able to look at honestly at themselves and see that Ruchnius is the Iker, it's a change, it's a life changer. You have to realize that you've got to then do things for it. People who don't want to take an honest look at that and they want to think that their whole life is really, that's what success is all about. The more money you have, the more toys you have, the more pleasures that you have, that's the real thing in life. So then they're really basically living in this world of imagination. They're not coming to the real world. So now let's go back to inside. He continues, Avalah Adam, I'm sorry, did I skip a little? Avalah Adam, that's what I'm Oh, so that's what I just said, said outside. Adam, Shainam writes him, Lamalas Ruchanim, that's what I just said, that the people who don't want to fill that empty hall with Ruchnius, you have to fill the time because if not you have a conscience you have something missing so they have to fill it with empty things or like they say in English to kill time why? because if not they're going to have to really meet themselves they're going to face reality that what they put all their life into and all their hard work into and all their sweat into was really nothing so they can't come to that realization. So when they have free time, they got to still fill it with other things that distract them from really taking stock in what's really true in this world. But a person who really toils because he really wants to acquire mitzius amitis. He doesn't want to acquire something that's imaginative, something that's real. How? Because he's going to choose to do things spiritually that are taiv. Every new madrega that he that he um, he goes up on that he that he ascends. The more a person gets involved in ruchnius, the more a person grows grows in ruchnius the more his eyes are opened up to realizing how Olam Hazeh is taken not something that is real. Mishu Davik Balimataira. Someone who is Davik and Limataira. Kishuraya as Roid Vehamaman. When he sees people who chase after Maman. Hamakrivim Gufa Minafshamizbahamaman. And they are Makriv, their Guf and their Nishama, their whole Mitsias. They sacrifice on that mizbech, the altar of, of money, So if a person is really and he understands spirituality, he understands the gishmak of learning, the satisfaction of figuring out a piece of Gemara, satisfaction of figuring out a Rashi, a Taisvis, a Marsha, satisfaction of not figuring out a Rashi, a Taisvis, or a Marsha, learning through it, toiling through it, so then, there's, no, there's nothing more geschmack than that. And if that's true, if that's true, so then he looks around at people who are wasting their time. Now, of course, no one's saying a person is not supposed to work. And no one's saying a person is not supposed to go and earn money. But if a person fills his whole, when he looks at the people, like he says, they're worshipping the money. They're worshipping the pleasures of Elam Hazeh. And he says, they're missing the boat. They're mamish meshuga. They're missing the boat. Because like we're saying, is there's a mashal and there's a nimshal. You need both of them. You need the mashal to understand what the nimshal is. But if you only walk out afterwards, you walk away with the mashal, so you've missed the boat. 
So Avadu, we need Olam Hazah to help us with our Ruchnias of Olam Haba. When you use Olam Hazah as a vehicle to help you to learn and to do mitzvahs and to enable you to, to send your kids to your schools and to yeshivas and whatever it is, of course, then the Mashal is the Olam Hazah and the Nimshal is the Olam Haba, is the Ruchnias of it. When you use them together, they're a package deal that that's something to be proud of. However, when you have the nimshal and you understand the nimshal and you realize what's important in this world, that the Olam Hazeh is only is supposed to help you. It's a means to help you to get to the end, but it's not an end unto itself. When you look around at the people who think that it's an end unto itself, so he says, you look at them like a mashuga. They're missing the boat. They're like little kids. It's very nice. When, when do you finally say, hello, Purim's over, time to get back to real life. That's, that's really what you have to tell them. He says it's not only when it comes to, to Bali Hamamen and people who run after that, it's the same thing with anything in Ailam Hazet. If a person has a certain Taiva and he works at it and he's able to be Pirish from it, and instead of feeding that desire with these Gashmias things that don't really feed it anyways, and instead he finds himself ruchnius things to enjoy himself so then he looks around at other people and he says look at them what are they doing they're wasting their time with their taivas it's most it's laughable they're missing the boat we know what true pleasure is they don't know what true pleasure is it's emptiness it's emptiness and and we know in our generation and in our times it's this is more apparent than 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 any other time before because the amount of gashmias that we have access to and the amount of toys that we have access to and the amount of oinig that we have access to to a regular person in the olden days you know there was rich people had access to tanugim and then poor people were poor they didn't it was totally out of their realm today i mean maybe in other countries it's differently but baruch hashem in western countries so even the person who's you know the the low down on the totem pole still has a lot of things that are geschmack to enjoy a lot of things there was the abundance of enjoyment that there is in our country is is beyond comprehension and yet at the same time it's the most lacking in 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 uh, not in in the, 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 the people who just have no sense of of um of anything. They, they, they don't feel like they've accomplished. Always looking for the next thing. They're always looking for the next thing. Why? Because you can never really fill that. You can never fill it. It's really the neshama or the nefesh, the ruchnias. Even by the goyim, it's such a thing. They don't have a neshama, but there is some type of spirituality that keeping them alive that is impossible to be fed by it. And Adarab, it's only the people, only the people who have the Torah and the mitzvahs and the chesed and the ruchnias and understand that you use Olam Hazah as a vehicle to ruchnias. Ruchnias is a satisfying thing. Ruchnias really gives an oinik because you're finally feeding your neshama. And that's the lesson over here with the mashal and the nimshal. They're both very, very important. But if you only walk away with the mashal and you don't have the nimshal, so then you've missed the boat. Adarab, when you have the nimshal and you look at the people who are living the world of the mashal, you look at them and you say, they talk and miss the boat, that's talking just a world of imagination. And Adarabo, we as Klai Yisrael take an honest look at ourselves and realize what's MS, what's right, what's the Iker, and what's the tough one.